Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. I hope all of you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. It's finally here. I have to admit, I, um, for me, maybe not for you, for me, this is going to be my favorite show of this week. We have a lot of detail, page worth of notes. On your keys to victory. What does LSU have to do this Saturday at 645 to take down Alabama and claim their rightful place as the SEC West champs? Well, technically, they'd be in a three-way tie. Technically. So, a lot more football Still yet to be played, but you would feel like this would be, I don't want to say your last massive hurdle until you got to the SEC championship game, but it would be your last massive hurdle. (laughs) I don't think you lose to Florida. I don't think you lose to Georgia State, Georgia Southern, whichever one it is. I always get it mixed up, Georgia State. I don't think you're losing to Texas A&M. And for all I know, You can continue. I still believe that you can win every single game that is left on your schedule. We talk about the keys to victory to Alabama here tonight, so looking forward to that. Brian Kelly gives his final update before taking on the the gumps, if you will. We will talk about what Brian Kelly said. Obviously, his massive thing tonight or today was is that he confirmed finally, even though we on this show had been speculating for some time, you know, it was three weeks ago almost to the day that I did this. And 
said that Brian, I had heard through sourcing that Brian Kelly, before players had talked about it, before anything, that Brian Kelly had moved over to the defensive side of the football more and has gotten more engaged after Ole Miss. And it has helped this team astronomically, in my opinion, uh, since he's done that. He said today that he thinks that, you know, the preparation um, and this defense is night and day different from where they were at Ole Miss. We will see about that. However, I do believe him because the film doesn't lie. I know you took on Auburn. I know you took on Army. But that second half against Mizzou really showed that you had turned a page there. We'll go by the numbers. I did not have the time last night to do it. I do it every Wednesday. I will give you the numbers of where everything stacks up uh, here tonight. The big things. Look, I, we, I say this every week. We did this starting three years ago. People wanted to you know, here by the numbers because there was so what happened was is that there was somebody on this beat that was putting out absolutely erroneous, like making up shit. Like at, like one person said that LSU was dead last and passing yards allowed that they were one hundred and thirtieth in twenty twenty one. They weren't one hundred and thirtieth. It wasn't better, but they weren't dead last. They were one hundred and one. And so Every single week, I came out here and just said, you know what, I'm going to tell you what I think. I'm going to give you the numbers straight up. We're going to talk about them. We'll do by the numbers uh, here tonight. Recruiting update. We will talk a little recruiting. We talk recruiting at least once a week. We have not had the time to do that this week. We will do that as well. And as we do every Tuesday and Thursday, you know it's a little bit more lax on this show on Thursdays. If you have thoughts, questions, concerns, fire them inside of the Rudy Crew chat. And we will get to as many of them uh, as we can. And oh, by the way, where are you watching us from tonight? I got to admit, I had a buddy of mine um, tell me to start doing that. And um, I have been amazed of the tweets, texts uh, to the show line, uh, all these different things where people are watching the show from. Just because I don't respond to your t your text does not mean we're not reading them. Okay, we are reading them. So, um, man, we had somebody and uh, he asked not to say location, but not in the bad part of the Middle East. He is stationed in the Middle East. He said, "Look, I catch your show. Every, you know, the next day, he's always coming. I did not know that he was deployed. So, first off, to Brian, he said I could say his name. To Brian, number one, thank you for your service." Uh, you doing that and sacrificing yourself potentially for your country, there is no greater honor and reference to serving and serving the armed services. Thank you so much, Brian, with a Y. Thank you so much for always watching us, always listening to us, and get back home safely and very soon. Um, so where are you watching it? Watching us from tonight? The 337 is in the building. Elton, Mr. Milton 01 says 337 Elton, Louisiana. North Little Rock says Chris Westbrooks, uh, the 501. Tuscaloosa says Jamie, and enemy territory, man. You better, Jamie, you better put a LSU flag on your vehicle and drive it all around Tuscaloosa if LSU wins. 
I'll give you $25 worth of gas money. Mike T says, Wilmington, Delaware, from the 318 to the 302. Delaware's in the house. You got to love that, man. You got to love that. Delaware. Kenneth Harris is in Memphis, Tennessee, as he always is. Good to have you in here with us tonight. Kenneth George is in the 225 Tangy on the 985 border of Holden. Okay. All right. All right, George. I know exactly where you're at. David says, must tackle great. Stay out of third down and long. No holding calls. Catch the damn ball. Move damn chains. Move damn chains. That's what they say in the Superdome all the time. Whoa! Jamie, which we will do this here tonight, too. We will give our score predictions. Normally, I do not give my score predictions until Saturday. Tonight, it will change. I will give you mine tonight. Jamie says LSU 58, Bama 34. Number one, if you score 58 points, um, last year I said I'd shave my beard and then got saved by the chat. The chat said I did not have to shave the beard because um, it was a good luck charm until they lost to Texas A&M. Um, if LSU scores 58 points, I will take two beers, smash them together, and drink them like my name's Stone Cold Steve Austin live on the postgame. Now, I don't know if I have any more beers left, but we'll do something. Uh, Stuart West, what's up, man? Said, bro, just got off a Bleacher Report Bama Live, and they predicted LSU scores 21. They might. They might. I, I mean, look, man. I don't think that they will, but they could. But here's a here we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. If LSU scores when LSU gets over 17 points in this series over the last 10 years, they win. Andy says Eunice, Louisiana, 70535. Blake, good to have you in here, Andy. Yeah, the zip codes have made it into the chat. McKinney, Texas says Lance Hill, congrats to Josh Smith. Yeah. And by the way, this should not be controversial. So last night. I posted that it is of my opinion um, that Bruce Bochy is the best MLB manager of my time, and he is. It's not Terry Francona. It, it, whoever you want, uh, Tor- Joe Torrey, it's not Joe Torrey. Trust me, it's not Joe Torrey. Um, it's Bruce Bochy. Guys, he's won two World Series with two different teams. He's won four total World Series championships. He, he is the best MLB manager of my time. And I'm 33. Wait. Yeah, I'm 33. So, yeah. Jared Winnington says, yeah, I don't think we score 58 LMAO, maybe 42 at most. I think if you score 42, you win. I don't think Bama can get there. Mikey says on Facebook, perfect birthday now. I just need LSU to win. Happy birthday to you, man. Happy birthday to, new, to you. Uh, Bo Jack says, wow, that's a damn stat. Over 17. Yeah, so I, I'll give it here. I have it in the notes. Um, LSU was 8-2 and two over the last 10 years against Alabama. Obviously, you won in 2019, and you won last year when you scored 32. Every single year that LSU in the last 10 years has scored over 17 points, they have won the football game. Every year. Now, Here's the thing. 
I don't think that that necessarily matters, right? Like, meaning, I, I am still of the opinion that that does not matter, but I, it, it's still something that's true. It is still something that's true. So, look, you're going for, in the la- this is what you're ultimately going for. In the last five years, you're three and two against Bama. Nobody will be able to say that. Nobody could could say that. So, with all of that being said, you do that, and I, I mean, I, I'm going to be real with you. If LSU does win, so we'll talk about this a little bit later in the keys to victory too. What this means, if LSU were to win on Saturday, I'm going to hold on to that because the, the crew's telling me that we we're going to clip that and put it on YouTube. Okay, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll I'll hold on to it. Uh, Maryland Emmett says uh, Gaithersburg. Am I am I saying that right, Emmett? Gaithersburg, Maryland's in the house. Good to have you here with us. M-Town in the house. I don't know why I called it M-Town. Uh, Distinct Drust says 30 seems to be the magic number. Could be. I think if you get to 38, it's over. I, I think any team gets to 35, it's over. Personally. We'll talk about that. Levi with the ultimate craziness. He says, Tigers by 50, 50 to nothing, Bayou Bengals. Um, Levi, if LSU wins 50 to nothing, I will shave my head, bald. Big shave it. Uh, Michael Sean Morse says, can we talk about AI receivers? I think, okay. See, this is how you know that the, this is the new generation. I read that AI, AI instead of AL, meaning Alabama. <sighs> Y'all love the 21st century, man. Can we talk about LSU receivers versus LSU's receivers? Glaring difference in the game for me. Um, yeah, but the problem with that, and I do agree there is a big difference. The problem is, is that LSU wide receivers are not lining across from Bama wide receivers. Right, we'll we'll talk about that. We got a lot to look, man. I got two whole pages of notes here, so it's gonna be fun. I'll give you the one th- big thing I've been holding to all week. I, quite frankly, have been sending hints, but there's one. It's not Jaden Daniels. It's not the defense. There's one position group. If you win here, you're gonna win. It's not the D line. Been holding on to it all week. So, we'll talk about it. All right. I think it's time. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. I think it's time. All right. Let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag. Our good friends over. Our good friend over. I always do that because (laughs) no reason. Our good friends over at BetOnline. Our good friend uh, and Tyler over at EXP Realty. Before we do that, everybody do us a favor. Hit the like and share. Share to all those social media groups. If you're on Facebook, share to all of those social media pages. Wherever, you listen, wherever you're listening to us on podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. You're watching us on YouTube. Like, subscribe, notification bell. Wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. Let's get this done. All right. Just saw a pretty crazy text message. That's why I was a little distracted. We'll be back. Stay with us. We got a lot to discuss. Keys to victory next. Ben Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. 
Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. He will sell your house and find you a new. Well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler, he'll shoot you straight. We're back! Texas, isn't it? All right. No time to waste. Come on, paper. We got a lot to discuss here. So, if it's your first time watching us, keys to victory. We do it every single Thursday every single time during the football year. So if you want to know a very detailed analysis, this is your place. So here are our keys to victory. My five keys to victory, we have talked about a lot of them, right? Like there's been a lot of concern about LSU on the boundary at corner. I'm with you. I'm with you. There's a, There should be concern there. There should be, I don't want to say concern, but there is some worry. Like, hey, man, this is the best defense that we pr- probably faced. How does LSU offense, how do they look? That's a question mark. I feel pretty confident in what this LSU offense is going to be able to do this upcoming Saturday. So many different things that we've discussed. Let's run through some of them. Number one. So I was asked earlier in the week, and look, I do not have a um, – a bias one way or another nor do I really care what happens in reference to a coin toss because on Monday with Carter I said listen I want to get the ball first I want to go down there and score people are like defer to the second half I don't really care like if you defer to the second half it doesn't bother me none doesn't stop what you need to do regardless of what you do whether you take the ball first which you did a year ago if you might Remember, you actually had the ball first, and you went in three and out. <laughs> you didn't do anything on the drive. You completely did not look good offensively, and I was thinking to myself, oh, man, this is going to be a long night. And I obviously was wrong. LSU would wind up winning. Don't really think that it matters. LSU has to get off to a fast start. It's more important in this game that you get off to a fast start than any other game that you've played. Let me tell you why. Alabama, okay, in their last three opponents, Arkansas, here were their drives in the first half. Punt, punt, touchdown in three plays. Another touchdown, good for them, in five plays, punt. So of five series, they had two touchdowns, three punts. 
not too bad, but in the second half is where they started to stall out. And that specific game, the O-line for Bama started breaking down a little bit. Wasn't good for them. A&M and Tennessee were completely different. Listen to this. Here are the first five or six drives in the Texas A&M and Tennessee game. Against A&M, Alabama would punt, field goal, touchdown, punt, punt, punt. So in six possessions, four punts. Against Tennessee, oh boy, against Tennessee. Punt, punt, punt. So on the first four drives, excuse me, punt, punt, fumble, punt, first four drives for them offensively were putrid. Touchdown, interception. Why you need to start off fast, and what do I mean by fast? I am not saying blow the doors off the water. I am not saying that you got to go out in the first quarter, first half, score 28 points. Not where I'm trying to get at. But you go up 10, 14, 17. Hell, even if you could get to 20 in the first half, it's a monumental thing. Alabama all year, whether it be Texas, whether it be against A&M, somewhat their best start was against Arkansas, but even that has it had its flaws. And against Tennessee, they are not a first-half team. Watch it change, though. Okay, in this game, because they've had a bye week and two weeks to prepare, even though I just don't fully believe that that's going to happen, that is why starting off fast is so crucial. Not just offensively, but defensively. In the game a year ago, Jerry Bernard Converse picked off Bryce Young in the end zone. It literally, quite honestly, to me, set the entire tone for the rest of the game. If you can, and if your defense can hold up. Now, the flip side of that, or the issue that I would say to that problem is, is that LSU's defense is not better than Texas A&M's. It is not better than Tennessee's. At least it has it shown to be. And it might be about the same as Arkansas, maybe. Even though Arkansas's front seven has played really well. Can your defense bow up? And it doesn't start, it doesn't stop it offensively. You got to start off fast because if they're scoring early in the first half, you're going to have to keep up with them anyway. You're going to have to go down there and score in every possession. I don't think Alabama is going to come out and old miss you. I don't think it's going to be an every single drive, this team scores, that team scores, this team scores. That, I, I don't think that that's going to happen. What I do feel very strongly in and could be wrong in, though, is that Alabama is not going to come out of the gates throwing everything they have at you. I do think that they attack your boundary corners early. Sage Ryan has got to have the best game that he's ever played. The best game that he's ever played has to come in this game against Alabama because, look, Milrow might be a lot of things. Missing wide-open receivers eight out of ten times, seven out of ten, it's not going to happen. He's not that bad of a quarterback. He is going to hit wide-open dudes. You get to 10, 14, 17 points, you get out of the gate, you fire out of the gate early, you got a chance. Because Jaden Daniels is one of the best second-half quarterbacks that we've ever seen here, not named Burrow. 
It, he's arguably this best second-half quarterback in the country. He comes out blazing most games in the second half. Ask Arkansas. Ask Auburn. How, quite honestly, the only game that you could say was suspect would be Florida State. But even LSU's offense in 2019 was held to a game of 23 points total. Like, that can happen. By the way, him and Joe Burrow almost had the same exact stat line, which is even more nuts. <laughs> it's more nuts. Both had one TD and one pick. Bama has shown that they're not a good first-half team. you got to go in there and take it to them. That's why I had suggested two weeks ago. It's why I had suggested this week. Hey, man, why not try to come out of the gates and start throwing punches? Now, it's a four-quarter game, and Alabama is a really good second-half team. You're going to have to play all four quarters with your hair on fire. There's no let-up at all, at all. But if there's one advantage that we've seen is that this team does not start off well offensively. Can you do some of the same things and have some of the same success that these other teams have had? Number two. Alabama is 97th in the country at sustaining drives. However, which is so wild by this, they convert on third down at 43%. The magic number is three. You are going to need three to four big stops in this game. Not just talking about you don't let them score, like big stops. Get you a three and out here and there. Get you, you know, if there's short field position, bow up, stand tall. But Alabama is one of the worst teams when you make them have to drive the length of the field. They're horrible at it. They're almost dead last in the SEC. They're second to last in the SEC at sustaining drives. What does that mean? I know that you don't like talking about it, and we don't talk about it a lot on this show. Special teams. You're going to have to play a little bit of field position with them. Because if what we've seen by lesser... And look, I still think LSU has talent. A lot of talent along the defensive side of the football. You're going to need to play a little bit of field position with them. If it's fourth and two, you're at your own 40, you're around the 50. Don't even... Early in the game, don't even think about it. Punt that baby. Make let Jay Bramlett do what he needs to do. Make Jalen Milrow go 80, 85, 75 yards. Make him show you that he can sustain drives because he hasn't done it all year. You have to be able to get them off on third down. They do not. The times that Alabama has scored, most of them have been in a lot of three-play drives, four, five-play drives. They're not sustaining shit, okay, along the game. Where they're converting at an astronomical rate is on third and medium, third and five or shorter. They are so good statistically at being able to pick up the first down three and five and shorter. 
those early downs will be crucial. You just can't let him run, run three yards, run three yards. Number one, they're going to want to bleed the clock. And number two, they convert at third and five better than just almost anybody. They're in the top ten at doing that. You're number one, I might add. But get off the field. Because the more times that you give Jane Daniels the opportunity to see the football and get on the field, he's going to win you the game. He's going to win you the football game. you got to give him as many at-bats or many as cracks at it as you can so that he can go down there and give you seven. Remaining on the field is also going to be key in this whole number two. Okay, Alabama is in the mid-30s. Okay, last week, because they were on a bye week, this changed. Last week, they were in the mid-40s in reference to third down defense. Right now, they're 34th. You can get some – they have not – again, goes back to my first half part. In the first half, they are leaky, leakier than a Lucy Fawcett. Stay on the field, get off. That's all I want. Number three. <sighs> Clearly, and I've talked about this number three a lot this week. A lo- I've talked about it a lot this week. Clearly, Jaden Daniels is the engine that is going to steer the car to get you a win. How you will clearly need him in this game is it, it, it can't be – I really don't think that you can put into words how crucial and how big he is for you in this game. It's his Heisman performance. It's his Heisman moment. Like, I don't want to say – I don't want to try to put all the pressure on him, but it's the truth. Hey, man, at the end of the year, if you want to hoist that trophy – This is it. You had, you know, if you're Jaden, you had so many naysayers last year when you were here at LSU. And and you won the West. Like, that's all that you did. You won the West. Some were ungrateful for it. Some didn't like you for reasons that you couldn't even control and will never be able to control. This is his game. Every year that you have lost, okay, and I've talked about this, you're 8-2 in the last 10 years. Every year that you've lost, 17 points or fewer, that's how many points that you generated. Every time that you've played Alabama, really you can go even further than that. You could probably go the last 15 years, but we can't. 9-6, and six, you know, things like that. But I look at this game, they're not holding Jane Daniels to 17 points. I would be shocked. I would honestly be shocked and give the tip of the cap to this defense, to Nick Saban, to Kevin Steele saying, hey, man, you locked down the number one offense in the country, the, the best offense that we had seen since 19. You, you locked them down. Good on you. They're not going to do that. They are not going to do that. The biggest key to victory for me offensively that's going to help him out is his own is his, is himself. In reference to guys, he ran the ball last year, eighteen carries, ninety five yards, and a score. 
he's going to have to do it again. Listen, I know that you want him to take shots down the field. He will. I know that you want him to do certain things. He will. He's go- I promise you he's going to do that. He's also going to have to, I think personally, I'm just going to throw a minimum of 14 carries. He's going to have to run the ball more than he has all year. Because if you're able to against a, against a really good defense, and they are a really good defense, when you're gaining, even if it's five, six, seven yards, those are crucial yards. Protect yourself at all times. Obey my commands at all times. If you, you, you know that language, if you watch any fighting. But protect yourself. Slide. Get out of bounds. Go down. Do not take any unwanted or unnecessary hits. But guys, if he... And I'm talking about actually running. I'm not talking about at the end of the game, you're looking up at the stat sheet and you're like, he had 14 carries, but it didn't mean shit. And like four of those are sacks. That, no. You're going to have to get him on the move. Now, I do expect that Alabama will be really focusing in on that draw play than he was doing a year ago. Some of them were unscripted. Like, I talked to people up at Football Ops, and I think even Jaden will tell you, like, hey, man, some of those, I just knew that they were, you know, backing out aggressively, and they were going to, they're coming after me. They're rushing for, they're, they're going to try to get me down on the ground. And he'd take off. He, 1,000%, he'd just take off. But he's going to have to run the football. And regardless of what you believe, he's too valuable of a weapon, right? He's too valuable of a weapon for you to try to limit him and staying in the pocket only. Let me give an example. You literally, in your game plan a year ago, was for him to only sit into the pocket against Florida State. That was your game plan. You wanted him to throw into an eight-man coverage. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I found this, and I have – this is not my stat. Just throwing it out here. This is from PFF. Uh, Jane Daniels saw an average of people in coverage against Florida State, 7.6 guys in coverage. So almost eight dudes in coverage every single time he threw the football. You got to let him take off with his legs. If you're Joe Sloan, and I'm sure that Sloan has whispered this in his ear. Hey, man, listen. If they give you a crease, like in in these type of games, you got to take off. We literally saw him do that a year ago, right? We saw him do it at at such an – it's not even a good or great level – he was elite, elite running the football a year ago in this game. He's going to have to do it again. And if you look up at the end of this, and he's thrown for 280, he's got 90, 95 yards on 18 carries like he did a year ago, you're going to win. You're going to win. And you could win convincingly. 
Yards are at a premium. First downs are at a premium. You could not run the ball against Florida State. And a lot of people say, well, Logan Diggs wasn't here. And you're right with that. You are 1,000% right with that. He is always going to be too valuable of a dude. Now, I think he's a better passer than Lamar Jackson personally at this stage of his career. But he is Lamar Jackson with a better throwing motion and better accuracy. He is. Like, dude, guys, you do realize that this young man, I don't know if he's going to run the 40. I, I would tell him not to if it was me. But he has at LSU. He's, had, he's done it in other places. Guys, you're talking about a kid that's a 4-4 level speed. You got to let him take off. You got to let him get some design stuff in here. I'm telling you, there. I don't think Alabama. Okay, let let me say this. I do think early that they try to limit him running the football. Like I really believe that Alabama's going. So in that, I do believe that Saban's going to say, "Fuck it, no." I I'm going to do whatever I got to do to make sure that you are not excuse me, going to run all over us. And that is going to give you one-on-one matchups on the outside. What nobody in their mama is talking about, Alabama has got a boundary corner that's hurt and the Arnold kid. And people can say whatever they want. But if I'm Jaden, I'm looking at number 11, giving him a little wink. Like, if you see the Arnold, you know, I'm going to test him early. I'm going to test him deep early. I just don't know... If I foresee, because Saban came out this week, right? Saban came out this week in his press conference. And he's like, he killed us a year ago with his legs. I, 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 that, uh-uh. I didn't like that. So what does Saban normally do? Now, I don't think he's playing chess with that. I don't think he wants Jaden running all over his ass. <laughs> I, I really don't. I think he's going to send some pressure early. Okay, he's going to send the heat. I just don't see them backing out into coverage. But mark this down, write this down if you have a calendar or a piece of paper next to you. I hear a little birdie has whispered in my ear. Birdie came all the way from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Do not be surprised if you start if you see a lot of the same stuff that Florida State ran. Do not be surprised if you see a lot of the same stuff defensively Florida State tried to implement and had success with. They're going to do it. They're going to send dudes from the outside, and Jaden's going to have to read hot early, early. If I'm hearing some of the same stuff, I know that they are. And trust me, I've been telling people. <laughs> I ain't keeping that gun. Shit. Shit. I ain't keeping that to myself. All right.
Number four, and I'll get to your comments. I see the comments are piling in here. I got you. Gerard, man, Gerard, uh, Gerard, I'm bookmarking everything you say, dude. All right, number four. This is going to sound wild. Stay with me. You want to talk about defense, let's talk defense. This is going to sound wild. I would do the same game plan if I'm LSU defensively that I think the Bama's going to do to you. I know that you have freshmen and Sage Ryan at the boundary. I know it. What I'm going to say is going to sound absolutely insane. I don't know if you try to bring the heat on Milro because there have been times this year that his indecision has gotten his ass in trouble. Bring some heat. See if you can get home and get him down. Send Harold Perkins some early, more than you maybe would have. I'm not trying – when I say that, what, when you send dudes – you got to play man-to-man on the outside, and I don't like that. I, I don't like that. But the way that you're going to have to do it is you're going to have to get exotic. You're going to have to run some amoeba packages. What is amoeba? Well, at least when I played, you have a lot of dudes on the line of scrimmage. You have no idea, okay, where the pressure is coming from or if dudes are backing out. LSU ran it effectively a lot last year, confused this Alabama offensive line, and they've gotten worse. Like, that O-line has gotten worse. You got to show them some shit that they have not seen. Which, technically, I guess I can bring four and five together because that sound, it's going to be a lot of the same. But I, 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 got, I got another one for number five. I'm saving it for last. The best gift for last. You got to show them that, look, show Milrow just some crazy shit. He does not know if, the, if, they're, if he's going to have to be hot on the strong side, weak side, in the double A gap. I, I'm telling you, man, I would send pressure all night long through both A gaps if I'm LSU. At, at least test it early. At least test it early. Show Harold Perkins, blitz both dudes in the middle, let Burns come down play in the middle, put Perk out in coverage, send some exotic shit. Be so exotic at times on third down, more than the Tiger King. Fuck it. If you're Matt House, be the Tiger King. Go Joe Exotic. Milrow has shown when he is faced with things that he has not seen in the film room or prepared for, it has backfired on him. Why teams A&M, why teams Arkansas, why teams Tennessee got away from a lot of the things that Tennessee is the poster child for this poster child for this Tennessee in the first half ran some exotic shit in the first half defensively confused Jalen Milrow they went punt punt fumble punt first four drives they couldn't do dog manure all right 
because they were doing some exotic shit. Then when they got up a couple scores, they started playing a little off, a little off coverage. Jalen Milrow in three plays hits a tutty down the field to Isaiah Bond. I'm pretty sure it was Isaiah Bond, if I remember correctly. Isaiah Bond. In in T-Town, I might add. To do that, to get after Milrow, which you're going to have to do. Like, guys, it's a non-negotiable. It is a non-negotiable. When you do that, your front seven's got to be big. Mason Smith, Jordan Jefferson, Brayden Swenson, all of you. Savion Jones, Harold Park, all of you. You got to play big because you got to get to Milrow and, and force him outside the pocket as quickly as possible. All right, number five. And the last one. Alabama's defense is 21st in the country in rush, de- in rush defense. Let me say that again. Alabama is f- 21st in the country in rush defense. I have heard this take from everybody all week. This LSU offense has not seen a defense this good. Okay? Here's the take that you should have. And... Everything else, if you hear everything, everything else can be minute if this happens. I hear you that LSU's offense has not seen anybody as good as Alabama's defense. That's the take that you've had all week. This Alabama front seven has not seen an O-line this good. Even Texas. We have seen, as this season has gone on, Texas O-line has not played well. They got pushed around by Houston. They got pushed around in uh, against Oklahoma. Hell, at times, Alabama, you pushed them around. This is the best O-line that Bama will see all year, even in Tuscaloosa, even in, in Atlanta. Because I think your O-line is better than Georgia's. 66, 72, 69, 70, and 50. And even 53 if he's got to come in. You will not get the praise for this, but here's the truth. If we win, if LSU wins, it is on the shoulders of this O-line. Because if you're able to run the football with Diggs, Jaden, Bama is going to back out. If you can be the mo- the more physical team, be more man than them. Let's get down to business to defeat the Hans. If you know the song, that is Mulan. And the song title is Be a Man. Beat that ass all night. Pause. Actually, no pause. Take that shit to them. I keep hearing the. F- I keep hearing oh, this D line, this D line. Bullshit. 
You can push it on them. You can run that rock on their ass. I've seen Tennessee do it. I've seen A&M do it. I've seen Texas do it. Take it to them. Because when you do and they back out, Jane Daniels is going to say, nighty night, bitch. This game falls on the hands of 66, 72, 69, 70, and 50. If you do what you think I'm going, what if you do what I think you're going to do, I think LSU wins 38 to 35. That is my score prediction. I'm going to remain at 35 even though for Bama, even though I don't know if they can get there. I am worried about what you have at the boundary. Very worried. But I think if you get to 38, you're going to win it. I'm not scared of Bama. This is not the team of the past. Have they gotten better defensively? Yeah. A lot of that, a lot of that, okay, has to do with how long they want to hold on to the football. This team a year ago was still a top 15 defense. They're number 17 now. Statistically speaking, at this point last year, statistically speaking, you were a better defense going into this game a year ago than you were in this one. Oh, and that's, by the way, after Tennessee whipped your ass. You can do it, man. You can do it. What does this mean if you win? For me, when you do win this game, I'm just going to stay positive and say when you win it, There's a tide turning, puns intended. I would believe, me personally, I am going to be to the place where I know the divisions are not here anymore. But that curse that Saban loomed over Baton Rouge for so long is no more. Now, I know that you're tied with them. Okay, I know that you're tied with them in wins. 19, you took it. Last year, they took it. And in the two worst years of LSU football, they took it. You come to a place and you come to a time where if you're 3-2 and two against Bama in the last five years, I don't give two shits what anybody tells you. LSU is more on the pedestal than they are in the SEC. It's a pedestal jumper. The ranks of who you are in this co- in this league would go Georgia, it would go LSU. Go take what is fucking yours. Go it's always should have been yours. 
I, I hear that they want revenge or whatever the frick they want to say. Oh, y'all beat us last year. Saban's going to want revenge. He's got blood vessels popping out of his ass. I don't give a shit what that depends wearing asshole got revenge or anyway. Vienna gumbo eating ass anyway. I, it's over with. I am to the point where personally, personally, I'm to the place where, like, let's go. Square up. I cannot be more ready than you are to the players I'm talking to. I can, like, for you Louisiana kids, for you Louisiana players, do you understand what this means? I, I, I don't think, I don't think that people understand the magnitude of what happens when you win. Excuse me for just a second. Got to get a tissue. Sorry, I hate trying to blow the nose during a show. But had something in the nostrils. Let's go, man. Let's go. I, I look. That depends where an asshole. I, I I don't know. It's our time. Let's go take it. Oh, by, oh, 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 to the Louisiana players. When you win, you will start taking the state back. One win does not do it for you. You go five years and say that you have the lead and wins over Bama, over Saban, it's yours. It's yours. Go seize it. Go take it. I need 66. I need 50. I I guess he's number seven. I don't know why I keep calling him 66, but I need the two dudes in the interior. I need Charles Turner. I need... You push them around like you did a year ago, you're going to win. And Logan Diggs is going to feast. I, I feel a lot like going into this. I, I'm going to be real with you. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm getting 19 feels because to, I, I'm trying to compare the game, right? Like I'm trying to compare the games. If we're just comparing games, take the natty out of it. I feel the same exact way, okay, to some extent that I felt like that I did in 19. It was more magnitude in 19 because you hadn't done it. You hadn't beaten them. You got to go on the road to, you know, this team could play for a national title. It's different. I get that. What I'm saying is from an X's and O's standpoint, I feel the same. And look. I came out on a show and got obliterated for this. This is when we were still doing shows. And before we took back over and started doing 800 of them, I said that I worried for Stingley. I said that, I, look, I think that these this wide receiver core, and I think Devonta Smith's going to go off. And he did. I lit, My take that week was I think Devonta Smith was going to eat. He did. We'll see. All right. I have talked a whole damn hour 
Um, I do want to mention a couple things about Brian Kelly. The recruiting update can't wait because it was going to be about, you know, some dudes that if you can lock them down for Florida, that can't wait until Monday or Tuesday because it still remains the same. I will say this about recruiting. If you beat Bama and you're coming home against Florida, which will be a sellout crowd, because it will be a sellout. If you beat Bama this week and you got Florida coming into town, it's going to be sellout. It is going to be absolutely rocking in Death Valley. Guys, you're about to make a little bit of a push. You're going to make a little bit of a push. So, it is what it is. All right. I do need to get to some of these commercials because I got to pay. I got to pay some bills around here, man. Unless y'all want to start sending a whole crap load of super chats. <laughs> All right, let's talk about our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. My good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. We'll talk about some of the things that BK said uh, when we return. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. I was checking Twitter during the break, and I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> y'all crazy. Y'all are crazy, man. We got some followers that are absolutely insane. All right, here's some score predictions. Uh, Anthony B. Saints says 45-21 LSU. Jeez, and Pates. Uh, Kendrick says 41-30 LSU. Robert says 38-24 LSU. Eric says 42-31 Tigers. Michael B., which I, I, I'm i around this myself, um, around this area. Michael B. says 35-31 for the good guys. Uh, Pierce Lee says 46-32. Uh, I, I don't uh, – Yeah. All right, I, uh, B, 
BK, so BK went, met with the media. It's the last time that he was going to talk to us before they go and the team goes to T-Town. Um, Brian Kelly said and was asked about him going over to the defensive side of the football. It was true. It was true when we reported it three weeks ago. Okay? Uh, I will say this. Brian Kelly said, listen, I think that our preparation and our defense is better uh, since we played against Mississippi. Our defense is night and day different, I think was his exact quote. A lot of people started comparing that to Orgeron, like Ed Orgeron. Guys, he's not Ed Orgeron. (laughs) He's not Ed Orgeron. Stop. Ed was trying to take a shot at Dave when he said that about the 2020 defense. Um, yeah, no, I don't, I'm not, I'm not buying that. What I am buying is I do think that they're going to, they've gotten better. I hope that they continue to get better. I do think that you can like, look, man, Alabama is not like, look, I think that Ole Miss, I think Missouri, I even think Arkansas, really, I know Arkansas scored three points against Mississippi State. They were deflated. I think even Arkansas has some better, you know, like, I'm not going to say they're a better offense, but they can run the football a little bit more effectively. Okay? I think Alabama's right. I don't want to say right there with them. Probably a little bit better. But their offense isn't like a juggernaut. Like, they're not (laughs) So, if you let them look like a juggernaut, then we got problems. Right? Like, then we got serious problems. Then the two weeks didn't do shit. The long two weeks. But it didn't do shit. Steph and Fry, good friends over at Fry Construction. Y'all give them a call today. Let them know that Blake sent you on by. But let me pull this up. Let me pull it. Hold on, Steve. Oh, uh, Stephen. Hey, come on. Uh, site work and land development, oil and gas services, commercial construction, construction, aggregate and soil hauling, waste containers, demolition. They do it all. Give them a call at 225 or 337-457-5100. They are not in the 225, but Stefan says 3827. Tigers. Chase Abair says, um, 3527. Okay. Okay. I think this team's going to be better defensively. What else did Brian Kelly say? He didn't say too terribly much. He just said no more different injuries, which is good. Um, he was asked about the Spygate, the Michigan Spygate thing. He said that he's changed. they've changed up calls. They even changed up some calls this week. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See, here, here's the thing. That goes so unnoticed. Brian Kelly saying that they changed up some signs this week goes so unnoticed because Oh wasn't doing that. You know, like, Les wasn't doing that. You got a dude that's prepared for every situation. Hey, man, what we were doing the last week, we changed all this shit with Michigan, we changing shit up. We're not even testing it. He said they obviously had to change things up for Ole Miss, which clearly didn't bother them scoring offensively because of Walker Howard. And as I love Brian Kelly saying the for, that that former player. 
You know, people in the Walker Howard camp, they want to try to take pot shots at um, at old BK, but your son's not starting anyway. He'd be sitting behind a Heisman contender, and you quit, right? Like, guys, Walker Howard quit because he didn't want to compete with Nuss. So, so yeah. All right, we'll read a couple more of these. Watching TCU Texas Tech still haven't seen Jack Besh. You're not going to. He'll play a little, but you're not going to really go into. Whoo! Chris Lomax is 52-38. We score 52 points, we're winning. I don't give a fuck what they score. Uh, Pierce Lee says, you got to believe, Blake. I do believe. Believe, achieve. Krem says 45-17. I don't see. I can't see that, man. I, 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 don't, I don't see us going in there and blowing them out. Guys, I don't I we're not blowing them out, bro. I, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, can I do I always lean LSU? Yeah, am I biased on this show? Yeah. We are not blowing them out. If we do, if we do. I will – look, I'm thinking. Hmm. It would be the most surprising thing that LSU has done in sports. Maybe since, well, women's basketball won a natty. Let's just stick with football. It will be the biggest thing that they've done in football in really a year, but even that, man, like blowing them out would be unreal. I, can't, I, I just don't think that we're blowing them out. If you think that we're blowing them out, you're going to be grossly like, guys, that shit's not happening. <laughs> I love LSU more than anybody. That shit's not happening. Me believe it ain't got shit to do with what you do on third down against a three-tech. It doesn't stop me from – believing does not stop that you have a true freshman corner on the outside on Jermaine Burton, Isaiah Bond. Like, come on, bro. Nolan Strange says one score game. I agree. Gerard said best friends Walker and Jack Besh both went – uh, both will be known as LSU quitters uh, when working their office jobs, maybe as lawyers or whatever. Then stop. Stop. Gerard, Gerard, I don't know what is like, bro, you are. You, people can be negative, but man, they ain't nobody more negative than Gerard Guillory. Bro, like you okay, dog? Like you going through some shit? Like I, I get it, but I mean. I see some of y'all on Twitter, like, always negative. Like, dog, shut the fuck up. Not you, Gerard. I'm just saying, like, I'm using that as an expression. Not you, Gerard. Not you. It's not how I meant it. Oh, God. Not you, Gerard. 
He said, maybe today, yeah. Well, go talk to somebody, dude. We always here. We always here. Boats and Hoes on YouTube, a.k.a. Brennan Huff, says, Blake saying a kid quit because he transferred. Okay, let me, let me clarify. He was told that, y'all want to get it? He was told that he was going to have to compete with Nuss and quit and left. They never gave Nuss, they didn't give Nuss shit. They didn't, they didn't give Nuss anything. Nuss took it. That's bullshit. He, tra- I'm not saying transferring is quitting. That's not what I'm saying. Jack Bash was not going to play here. He transferred to play. I'm cool with that. I don't think that Besh quit. But they didn't give they didn't give no shit. If Walker is who Walker is, then he should be able to walk in there in, in year two and beat his ass out. Going into year three, you should be able to beat him out. If you're in the third year of a program, you have no business not losing to him. You're a five-star, bro. What, what, what are we talking about? Shit. I know Besh isn't playing at TCU, but that doesn't mean anything. You th- if he can't play at TCU, you think he's going to play here? Like he's got a better he's going to play for TCU though. He's he's been playing for TCU. He's been been playing. He's been playing. All right. We'll see y'all Saturday after the game. Y'all have a good one. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.